So first, please could you introduce yourself and tell us a little about your background and current role? Okay, I'm Julie Williams. Uh, I'm Professor of Neuropsychological Genetics at Cardiff University and I'm also uh, an Associate Director of, of the UK Dementia Research Institute. And can you tell us about the work that you're presenting here at AAIC? Well, it's, it's about the genetics of Alzheimer's disease. So I reviewed where we are, um, what uh, results we've had over the last 25 years, really, um, and, and what that might mean for the disease. So uh, about 25 years ago, we uh, had the findings that showed some very uh, rare mutations in uh, genes called APP, uh, presenilin 1 and presenilin 2, um, conferred risk or actually caused the disease in many people. But these were people from very, very rare families. Um, uh, we now have uh, over 300 mutations in these genes that are known uh, and uh, uh, these families have a very early onset form of the disease. Following on, uh, risk factors were identified. The most significant um, in terms of its effect size would be APOE. Many would have uh, know about APOE. Uh, APOE um, uh, was identified probably about uh, well over 20 years ago. Uh, and um, following on from that, it took us 17 years <laughs> to identify the next risk factor for Alzheimer's disease. What I presented um, were the results of many genome-wide association studies and in those what we do is that we look at variation through, um, through your genome. Uh, we now can look at about 9 million different variants for each person uh, and we compare variation in individuals with Alzheimer's disease uh, against individuals who do not have Alzheimer's disease but are of similar age, etc. Uh, and what we find uh, is uh, currently uh, with very large studies, uh, my last one which was published yesterday uh, in Nature Genetics um, uh, included some 85,000 individuals, cases and controls from all around the world uh, and 450 authors on the paper and these are the scientists that have all contributed from the US, from Europe, uh, UK to, to this study. And what we now find when we put all the, the results together is that we have about 27 genes uh, that we have compelling evidence show um, uh, susceptibility for Alzheimer's disease. So variants within them will increase your risk. Um, and uh, there are then add those to the genes that we know uh, ha affect very, very rare forms of the disease. So the focus of my work with the Genome-Wide Association uh, is, uh, is common Alzheimer's disease. The thought that um, uh, I'm afraid many people will see in, in their relatives or friends uh, and the sort that, that um, occurs usually after the age of 65. So what will the next steps be, do you think, following this research? Well, what is interesting is that uh, when you look at the genes that are identified, there are very strong patterns emerging. Mm. One of the patterns uh, implicates immunity. 
or inflammation. Um, so there's something different about uh, the inflammatory response or uh, the, uh, the way inflammation uh, or immunity works in the brain and maybe outside the brain also that is contributing uh, directly to Alzheimer's disease development. There are other uh, elements that come out of, um, of the, the genome-wide association uh, studies. There is some evidence that um, getting rid of uh, beta amyloid, which we see in the facts or that, that um, populate the, the brains of people with Alzheimer's disease, uh, that, that uh, a clearance of, of beta amyloid may also be implicated. But by far the stronger signal comes for uh, immunity. So do you think these findings could perhaps influence um, screening techniques in the future, sort of how we go about diagnosing Alzheimer's? Yeah, so what we've also done is, is push all, uh, try to capture all the variants in these very large data sets. Uh, and uh, we find that uh, we can produce what is called a polygenic score. So that's taking all the genes that have any possible relationship with Alzheimer's, even a very small effect, put them all together uh, and, uh, and then identifying people uh, along that continuum. So we're able to say for the general population that we can predict whether somebody will get Alzheimer's disease or not with about between 76-78% mm. accuracy, which is okay. But when you're looking at the extremes, either those that have very high polygenic scores or those that have very low polygenic mm. scores, we can say with over 90% accuracy well, yeah. that, 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 that those with high are likely to develop Alzheimer's disease mm. and those with low are very unlikely to develop Alzheimer's disease. Yeah. So that is, um, from a research point of view, is very useful to us because we now can identify people well before the disease starts mm. or people in the very early stages, which happens 10 years, 15 years before you see any memory symptoms. We can identify those group of people, mm. especially at the extremes, with quite a lot of accuracy. And what a um, what lot of, of therapies are focusing on now is prevention. Mm. So, so we can identify people that are at high risk and, and maybe um, uh, use those to, to try out, at least in the first stage, to, to look for drugs that may help prevent Alzheimer's disease. Uh, and, uh, you know, that, that I think is a very uh, useful, um, um, you know, application of the genetic findings as well as indicating what the disease mechanisms are. Uh, I mean, one thing that we are doing now uh, the, in the UK, uh, there's been a recent investment, a large-scale investment of £250 million by the government into the UK Dementia Research Institute. Mm -hmm. I am one of the uh, associate directors, uh, and what uh, we will be doing in Cardiff is taking on these genetic findings to understand some of the mechanisms they implicate Brilliant. and then produce therapies. This sounds very exciting. So can you tell us a little bit more about your role in the, the DRI? So the DRI is directed uh, by Bart Distruper, uh, an excellent uh, molecular biologist, uh, 
and there are a number of centres around the UK. Uh, BART will be in uh, University College London and that will be the main hub uh, but there will be centres in Cardiff which I lead, uh, in Cambridge, Edinburgh, uh, Imperial and uh, King's in, in both in London as well. Mm. So there are six six areas, six, mm. six uh, groupings then really trying to attack dementia from a number of angles. Certainly an exciting time to be in dementia research. I think so, yeah. Great, and thank you very much for joining us. No problem.